This is CliffCentral.com. Welcome to the Opinion Booth. My name is Sonia Booth. I often say that parenthood ain't for the faint-hearted. We are raising 18, and today my guest will give me tips and advice on how best to handle tantrums, the silent treatment, the sulking, the untidy room, the going for days without showering issue, the I hate you comment, the but school is a waste of time, I don't need education to be a professional soccer player comment, to the I don't need education, I am pretty and I am going to marry a wealthy man who will look after me comment, the do not enter sign at the door, the may I please have a cell phone because, well, all of my friends have phones, comment, etc., etc. I am hoping the youth listening to this show will open up their minds for valuable life lessons. Surely they will listen to their peer. We can only live in hope. Idu Milling, Mudiba. Hi. Welcome to the Opinion Brief. Thank you very much. I, I love that smile and infectious laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so you wrote a book titled Clever is Who I Am, Stupid is Who I Was. Yes. What led to that title? Um, I think because of uh, the challenges that I've been through. You see, man, I've been through difficult challenges and some of them I were able to go through them. So for me to be able to deal with those challenges, uh, how I think it's where... I actually came up with that uh, title saying clever is who I am, stupid is who I was because of, because of the way I handled those challenges. Now, your first chapter speaks about the importance of choosing your friends wisely. Yes. Do you have personal stories to reiterate this or can you share some stories of people you know without naming them? Yeah, I've, I've, I've once in life associated myself with a bad, uh, bad crowd. I remember in high school when I was doing grade 10, uh, I met this guy because I was I was looking for a friend. I was new in the school. So I ended up um, taking him as my friend because I thought maybe I don't have a choice. So that guy wasn't uh, good for me, if it's a good way to put it. Uh, he wasn't good because he was doing certain bad things like smoking and uh, things like um, uh, partying, partying a lot. Uh, drinking alcohol and like smoking these illegal drugs, yeah. So you you definitely learned from that. Yeah, I learned from that, and then he he was also going with the wrong group, so he introduced me to those people. So I nearly uh, got lost along the way, but then thank I thankfully that I managed to get out of the situation. And you saw the light. Yeah, I saw the light. <laughs> we all have dreams and aspirations. True. Talk to us about the importance of choosing the right subjects in school, those that match your abilities and ambitions. I want us to highlight the role of career guidance yeah. and the process of choosing subjects in grade 10. Yeah, you see, choosing a, uh, a subject, it has to be, you have to do subject that you know that after metric or after high school, you are going to uh, go after those uh, those careers, uh, familiar careers with those uh, subjects. Because, you know, when you get to tertiary, it's very difficult. So I think when you're doing something in high school that you are going to do it uh, in tertiary, I think it's going to be a little bit easier for you to, to, to pass those subjects. Yeah. 
I also want us to discuss role models yeah. and mentors. Yeah. How important is having one in your life, be it personal or business? Because remember, you are here to talk to your peers and True. to enlighten them and, yeah. and, 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 and give them that hope because yeah. a lot of the youth are hopeless and they, they just need somebody who they can relate to. Yeah, true. Um, I don't have a, a mentor, <laughs> but but my uncle, he's uh, he played that part to me because he really um, motivated me a lot. Um, I remember once he did told me that, you know what, Itu, in this world, we are not here to praise other people living their dreams. But then ask yourself, when are you going to be praised? But then he never said, don't praise other people when they're doing good. It means that this thing, it has to be a two-way road. The other one, it has to go to the complimentee. And the other one, it has to come back to you. So for you to be complimented back, it means that you have to, there has to be something good that you're doing. So he is my mentor. And then I don't believe in, in role models. Because <laughs> I learn a lot from, let me say, um, I like reading biographic books because I, I I like to read about personal stories of especially celebrities because I've learned that most of celebrities come from um a very poor background which is where I'm from so I I relate to those stories and um I think I'm able to learn from it and that gives me an energy to keep on going. I love that your uncle is your role model because <laughs> as the saying goes, charity begins at, at home. home yeah. Kudos to your uncle <laughs> for living those standards where you can emulate because yes. he's the closest that you have um, in, in terms of proximity. This is somebody that you can go to on a regular basis and like I said, charity begins at home. You wrote about the lifestyle and behavior of celebrities. I know you've just spoken about celebrities <laughs> and role modeling yeah. and how that can impact negatively or positively yeah. affect true, um, true. their fans. So what yeah. are your opinions on that? I think, man, I think, I don't know if I'm wrong to say this, but then this is my opinion. I think celebrities, they are the ones who are ruining the world. But at the same time, they are playing a very huge positive role in our lives. When I say they're ruining the world, let's just say some some of the things. Let's just say uh, a celebrity is caught being using illegal drugs. You see, us as ordinary people, we're looking up to that person. Maybe that person, he or she, is my role model. So, what? How will that impact to me? Then it, I might kind of like try to. You know, experience what he, he he or she is experiencing. So in that way, I say they're ruining a world by by maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you you also talk about uh, fibbing. I can see you were in a tight spot there. Yeah, you didn't I, really want to put yourself yeah, in a tight spot here, but it's fine. Let's move on. You also talk about uh, fibbing, and I found this very uh, interesting. You speak of it's dangerous. Uh, dangerous. You, you caution parents not to lie to their kids and vice versa. Yeah. And I know growing up, I, for one, know um, that our parents often used to say, um, don't, don't, don't call me a liar. Uh, pa parents uh, don't lie, but we can, we can twist the <laughs> truth. They seem to be of the belief that they can twist the truth, as they say, because yeah. they are parents. What are the dangers of parents lying to their kids in it's, particular? Yeah, it's very dangerous. It's very dangerous. Let us say you, as a kid, I find out that you, you've been lying. 
You see that, let's say maybe you promise me something, uh, maybe say something will happen or happen, but you're lying. So if I find out the truth, what will happen to me? Because I learned, to you, I learned from you as a parent. So it means that you, you need to be careful uh, whatever you're saying to your children. Hmm. Yeah. I hope the parents are listening and I hope the kids are also listening yeah. that you should not lie to your parents no, as well. No. Vice versa. You shouldn't, it's, a, you shouldn't. it's a two-way street. Yeah. You ask a very important uh, question in your book. Is it a good idea for a young person to quit school? I am curious about your thoughts. No, it's not a very good idea. If you want to um, achieve educational uh, goals, then it means that you, ha- you need to go to school. It's not a good idea to quit school. But uh, sometimes I think uh, children are forced to quit school. I had a friend. My um, friend was forced to leave uh, to quit school because um, his parent abandoned him. So he had to look after himself. So he had to find a job and all those things. So he had no choice. In other words, maybe he didn't ha- have the knowledge of going to a home or what do they call charity homes, things he, like that. Yeah, he, maybe yeah, foster, foster yeah, homes. Foster and, homes yeah. yeah. Uh, he didn't have that kind of uh, knowledge. So he ended up quitting school and finding a way to survive. Now, you're going to say that fear is your biggest Beautiful. enemy. True. SA is experiencing a technical recession. What is your advice to the youth, especially when you consider the high unemployment rate? They might want to venture into business, but fear of failure is holding them back. True. You see, man, I think opportunities are right here in front of us. But then most of us as children, we fail to take a step because of those people who are in a higher position or higher level, we tend to be scared to face those people. So I think it's very good as a as a young person to stand up and knock uh, in that door. You'll never know who is behind that door. So you must always uh, take chances even though you're scared. Because I think as you deal with that uh, that fear, in future you'll be able to, to it will be a normal thing. If it's a good way to say it, it will be normal thing. Young people are liker of things, the fashion, the gadgets, and that can lead to vulgar consumerism. Social media is also adding pressure. People post for the likes, validation, and instant gratification. Your thoughts on that? You see, man, when you... Social media, uh, it's something that can uh, ruin a person's reputation, I remember, let me just say about you, <laughs> uh, I remember when I firstly, um, let me just say, I mentioned, mentioned you trying to get your attention. I think maybe you went through my post or did a background check, you maybe going through my timeline and all that, trying to find, get an idea what kind of person is this person, uh, what kind of person I am. So as a person, uh, most of people do a background check about you. So things that you are posting on social network contribute to your digital footprint. So think about, before you do that, think about your reputation. Very important. Yeah. Don't take it for granted. No, no, no. So now in the townships, we have this Kotani culture. Oh. People who think a cavela is a sign of success. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not a sign of success. I think uh, you should use that money maybe to sa- save it. Save it for the future. You or never save know. it to start a business. Yeah, to start a business. That's a good idea. Maybe if you see that uh, most of young uh, 
children are interested in scotani things why don't you maybe uh, start a fashion fashion what what fashion fashion label yeah fashion label and sell those labels to those people you're making money in other uh, in another way hmm. it's an opportunity that you can try to venture in precisely yeah. discipline is an important aspect in raising kind, sensitive, humane, well-mannered, respectful kids. Lately, we've been inundated with videos that have gone viral. Videos of school kids assaulting and even killing their teachers and principals. How do we address this as parents, as a nation, as a community? Um, that one is very, very difficult. I think uh, most, of the children, uh, most of the parents, they are trying, you know. But then because of we as children, we choose to listen to our, our friends instead of our, our parents. That, that is why we get lost along the way. So it's very difficult to, uh, to discipline a child or teach a child to be disciplined because you don't know as a parent what kind of friends is your child associated with. So as a child, I think also you need to make sure that you are you must monitor your behavior at all times because what you're doing while you are still young, it's, it's, you can also do it in future. So because you are used to doing that thing. So as a young child, you must be, try to be disciplined at all times because you'll be used to being disciplined. And when you get into a work environment, you'll be good. I'm glad you wrote about loneliness. Yeah. What is the best way to handle a child that seems distant or a child that shows signs of depression? I think um, as, a, as a parent, you must have a good relationship, a close relationship with your children so that you can be able to spot those kind of uh, signs. Because if you don't uh, spend a lot of time with your children, you don't know, you, you don't know their qualities uh, or the way they uh, you won't know how they react or, you know, where, how do they respond into things. So it's good to build a very good relationship with your children. So in that way, you'll be able to spot those signs. Loneliness, it's a, it's a very, very uh, bad, bad, uh, what do they call it? Bad quality, if I can say, because it can lead you to want to settle in, in certain things that you, you're not supposed to. I see, maybe trying to get an attention of other people and those people can lead you to do bad things because you want to beat that loneliness of feeling. Hmm. Then you talk about parents who want to live or fulfill their dreams through their children. Yeah. What yeah. are the dangers of that? It's very dangerous because, you know, as a child, it's a, you're wasting your money. Let's say you're taking your child to tertiary to do something that your child doesn't like. It's either your child, when he or she get in tertiary, he's going to enjoy uh, the freedom that he or she has because he knows that he's doing something that he doesn't enjoy. You see, children, when they are in tertiary, they have uh, a freedom. Uh, they have a huge freedom. So as a, ch as a parent, you don't see them, what they're doing. Do they attend classes? Some kind of uh, those things. Because uh, you don't get motivated to to go to class because you're not, do, you're not doing something that you like. So it's good to, as, a child, as a parent to give uh, your children a freedom of choice, choosing the career that they like. Hmm. Instead of dictating. Uh. I love that. What advice do you have for us parents 
when your child starts showing signs of substance abuse, because believe you me, it's every parent's nightmare. It's my nightmare because, as I said, we are raising a teenager. The yeah. other one is 10, but there are dangers out there. I think you, you mustn't shout at them. If you see that your child is starting to use those substance, uh, use those things, uh, you mustn't shout at, uh, at your child. You have to try to be like uh, understanding parent. Uh, give them a chance to explain why did they end up doing that, you know, so that you can be able. You see, when you when you allied with your children, uh, maybe giving them a chance to explain, it allows them to be free and they, they will end up telling you everything. I mean, what led them to end up being in that uh, position so that in future you can be able to spot those signs so that your child cannot be, uh, you know, do the same things that or same mistakes that he, he or she did before. Hmm. What advice do you have for parents who have a child that is bullied or abused and they are too afraid to open up? I've been bullied before. So, you know, bullying is a very, very serious case because children end up, um, you know, killing themselves, committing a suicide. Uh, it's not easy for a child to show that sign of being bullied because I never told my parents. Nobody knows or even today they don't know that I've been bullied before. I think it's that's why I said a, a parents should build a very close relationship with their children. In that way, they'll be able to open up to their parents that, you know, mommy or daddy, I'm facing this difficult situation at school or here at home. My friends, they don't like me or people or my peers don't like me because of this. You know, I used to tease, to be teased a lot about my skin color. They said I'm too dark. So, yeah. <laughs> so growing up, I couldn't even date <laughs> because of... uh Girls didn't like me. They said I'm ugly, you know. So I didn't even have, I only had one friend and he was also dark like me. <laughs> and, and, and dark people like you and me are absolutely beautiful. Yeah, I can relate beautiful. to you yeah. because I was also teased. I was also <laughs> called ugly for being dark skinned. And now thing, things have changed. Things are going to change with you as well. When you become a successful author and you become famous, <laughs> now all of a sudden you, people are going to see uh, the, the handsome that is there that I'm staring at. And now people want to associate it with, yeah. you, with, with you because people are, 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 you know, phony and pretentious yeah. and, and, you know, What's the other word? Pre precarious. <laughs> I, I don't English. Yeah, mm. but today they. Are, but but I'm amazed because uh, today they say I'm cute, I'm beautiful. They like my smile. I don't know what changed them. <laughs> oh, you've got a beautiful oh, smile. I told you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now thank you. tell me, what advice do you have for parents who have a child that brings home clothes, perfume, sneakers, phones, and yet the parents didn't give the money? Uh, Cash for. How do you open up a dialogue or how do you question your child if you suspect they are stealing, robbing people, taking money and gifts from a sugar daddy? How, how do you start that process or dialogue with a child when you know that you're not giving them money or they don't have enough pocket money, but you see them with the latest iPhone, a Louis Vuitton handbag, or you see them with cute sneakers that cost 12,000 rands? Yeah. Where do you start as a parent? I think you should start to discipline them from the get-go while they're still young, before they start to be matured. 
Because, you know, when you teach a child when he or she is still young, they are able to remind, to remember what you once told them before. So they'll be able to, uh, you know, no, they'll be able to see those dangerous, uh, because it's dangerous to start accepting those, uh, gifts from sugar daddies and, or sugar mamas. It's very difficult because, um, you know, uh, they, those people, I think they don't respect you as a child. So you need to know your worth. Hmm. That's profound. Yeah. Know your worth. Yeah. That is so profound. I want you to share briefly on Dina's story. Is it Dinah or Dina? Dina, Dina, yeah. Dina. And the valuable lessons youngsters can learn from Dina's story. You see, Dina, that one is not a true story, let me just say. It's something that I came up with. Um, I think it's so inspiring. You see, as a child, most of children, they rely on their parents' wealth. Uh, they think that if their parents, they are rich, then they are also rich. They forget that those things, they are not theirs. Their parents build themselves those things. So as a child, you should fight to stand for yourself. Uh, go to school, learn, get a job and start to, uh, fulfill, fulfill your dreams and start to buy yourself your own things. Because you never know. What if your, ch- uh, your parents, when they die, their business, they're also going to die. So it's not good to depend on your, uh, on your parents. And don't have a sense of entitlement. Yeah, don't. Itumiling, you are such a breath of fresh air. How old are you? Um, I'm 20, but I'm, t- I'm turning 21 on the 1st of December. Oh, okay. So you, yeah. are, you are so young, but you are filled with wisdom. <laughs> I, we, we, we need to applaud your uncle who's here in studio with you today. And I remember <laughs> he came with you the last time when yeah, you came to bring, yeah, when yeah. we exchanged your books. You, you, you need to give gratitude and show gratitude to your uncle because it's not easy and it's not often that you find a a family member or somebody that close to you who will follow your dreams, who will motivate you, who will keep pushing you, who will help you to on your journey when, when, when you're opening up all sorts of different avenues to try and make your dream a reality. And I believe you are officially launching your book in December. Yeah, in December, the, the 22nd, but I'm still uh, finalizing the dates. How does it feel to be a published author before <sighs> you even celebrate your 21st birthday? Yeah, I feel relieved because I've been looking for a publisher like for a long time. It's very rare to find publishers. <laughs> but you did it. Yeah, but I did it at the end of the day. So uh, your advice to a, a youngster, a peer out there who has written a manuscript, uh, but they don't know what to do because I get a lot of requests from youngsters and, and, and it's, it's a lot of questions, a lot of requests. People want contacts. People want my advice, but there's only so few people that I can help. How do they go about after that, uh, writing that manuscript? I think, you know, the first thing that you, as a young child, you should know is that uh, be patient. Don't rush into things. You know, things will happen at the right time. Um, if you have a manuscript, uh, it's done, or you are still in the process of finishing it or about to finish it, I think uh, as a child, you shouldn't, like, ask advices to anybody because people, uh, they steal ideas. So it's good to 
trust someone first before you can give away your manuscript. Okay. Yeah. Simple as that. Simple as that. Itumeling, thank you so much for schooling me on how best to handle my team. Thank you very much for inviting me today. My humble opinion, after all, this is the opinion booth. Parenthood requires consistency, open-mindedness, non-judgment, patience, and unconditional loving. Learn from other parents, but don't ever make the mistake of comparing your child to their friends, peers, or your neighbors and your friends. Allow your child to self-express and encourage open communication. Best of all, allow your child to make mistakes. Let them fail. Tell them it is okay to fail as long as they learn from those lessons. Encourage and support your child in what they truly wish to pursue. Be there for your child when they show talent in whatever area. More importantly, give your child the space to breathe, the space to spread their wings and to explore life's many wonders. Let them be. Aspire to inspire before you expire. This is CliffCentral.com.